The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to another episode of the Section 6 WrestleCast, your home for Section 6 Wrestling Talk, right here on the network. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, alongside my newest co-host, Max. Hey there, how are you doing? (laughs) Welcome back, Max. And uh, as promised, we have a very special guest today. I'm excited to talk to him. It's been a while since we've sat down and chatted. Uh, Iroquois, head coach, and uh, I'll butt him up a little bit. I'll call him a legend. I'll call him a legend. Uh, Jimmy Clock, everybody. Jimmy Clock is our guest this week. Jimmy, how you doing, my friend? Good. What's going on, man? Nothing much. Uh, thanks for making the drive out today. No problem. No. What's new with you? How's your summer going? Not too bad. You know, this whole COVID thing is kind of putting everything on pause, and, but um, it's not bad. Not it's bad. It's going by. It's working. That's good. Yeah. Only, only. That's the only way to really operate, uh, I guess, in, in times like this. Uh, how how do you feel? And you you feeling comfortable about a new season this year? I'm I'm hoping it actually pulls through. You know, um, I know right now football's on a halt. The right. Thing I really know, like 100, percent that uh, football's. I think the first day they could start practicing is like September 21st. Okay. On paper, so who knows what's going to happen with that? So. Yeah, it's a little uneasy. I know we talked to uh, Dakota Gardner last week, and he was nervous, but hopeful. It's tough. I mean, do you have, like, a plan in place in case you guys do have a season yet? Do you, are you starting to think of those sort of things? Oh, yeah, I already have the whole schedule made and everything, so I'm just hoping, like I said. It all goes through. If football actually has a season, then I feel pretty confident, but if they, like, shorten their season or whatever, then you got something to worry about. Well, without a doubt, without a doubt. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully it all goes through as planned, but, um, yeah, we want to chat with you. About your career uh, around high school wrestling, because yes, you are uh, quite accomplished, quite accomplished, and also coaching kids now, inspiring kids every day. So I did tell you before that Hart told me to throw some throw some shade your way, and uh, you were saying something about you, you know them them and Pioneer beating up on Iroquois this year or something. <laughs> we'll, we'll, see what we'll see what happens. I got the date on paper. He told me. He actually paid me uh, to say that. So, <laughs> shout out to you, Hart. No, um, no. In all seriousness, uh, yeah. So let's take a look back at your career, my man. So when did you when did you start getting into wrestling? When when was your, like your first uh, you know time club wrestling? How old were you? I think I was first grade. So two thousand two thousand one time okay uh yeah that's like first year club wrestling i think it was first grade first year um and it was that was it that is that bagaba is that a club yeah, that you guys have yeah that's the youth club name we still call it it's still going on now what was it what's the meaning behind that and, one uh, it's brutally aggressive guy uninhibited by adversity okay i, I like that fred martinson maybe okay I've always seen it. I've always seen an affiliate with Iroquois. I was like, "What does that mean?" It's a, it's a. I didn't know if it was somebody's last name or whatever, but it's a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool slogan. I like that. Um, so first grade start wrestling. Were you always like diehard into it? Like even back then. Yeah, when I was little, actually, I got really nervous a lot. Yeah. I remember going to youth tournaments. Me and my dad. Oh, remember Rodney Offhouse, Nick mm-hmm. Roberts. Yeah. All our dads would kind of carpool the tournaments on the weekends growing up, and I always had to bring a garbage bag because I'd get so nervous I'd start throwing up, like, on my way to tournaments. Oh, really? Yeah. And then that kind of went away in, like, seventh grade, like, as soon as I got into high school wrestling. Obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It'll happen. I'm sure it would have been some – there would have been a lot of barfing possible moments uh, in your high school tenure. So, Um so very good. How often did you re- did you wrestle as like in in youth level? Did you do it often, or were you just kind of like yeah, just getting a little taste of it? Pretty much just the winter time. Just the winter time. Just I think it's only like a three month season for youth, maybe. It goes real quick, yeah. yeah. Like January to March, maybe April. I think tournament of champions usually that's when they end. Yeah, that Ohio Ohio tournament. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. So seventh grade hits. Uh, are you varsity right away? Yeah. Um, I remember I actually my first tournament, uh, Matt Marriott, uh, 
he made me wrestle in the first like a JV our home JV tournament. Okay. Just like a first test, I guess. I don't know. And then I was obviously certified to wrestle varsity JV, so they moved me right up. And then I wrestled <laughs> one JV tournament, and then ever since then he moved me up to a starting lineup, and I was there ever since. Okay. N- nervous nerves. I, I was yeah <laughs> at the time. <laughs> uh, what was it like? I mean, your first year varsity. So let's see, oh six, oh seven. That was that would have been your seventh. That was yeah, your seventh grade year. Seventh. What was uh I mean what was that first year like for you emotionally competitively When you're the young guy it's kind of like you got nothing to lose Right So you kind of just go out there and do your thing and then I kind of felt like I was keeping up with most guys so it's kind of I felt like I belonged there when you kind of keep up with them and you do good you have close matches with guys that are like seniors and you're still in middle school you know so it's No it's a it's a huge confidence booster I mean yeah. I mean, your first year, second place in the uh, ECICs? Yeah. Jared Messina. Jared Messina. Talk about that. I remember Jared a little bit because uh, (laughs) – I remember Jared a little bit because I think Irvin went – again. this is my 10th grade year. I think him and Irv wrestled at least once or twice. What was that experience like for you? Yeah, were section finals. I remember watching that. That was crazy. That was crazy. You were – qualified right yeah that was the last year that they did the large school small school sectionals at the same tournament that was at fredonia college yeah i was at stoa I, I came to hang out um and it was weird because that was one of the last times too i think it was the second to last year what they did was the class like 4a winner would go up against the class 3a fourth place guy and that's how they did it they didn't seed it back then it was just kind of how replace in class tournament which which made, which actually made a lot of sense in hindsight, but, um, but yeah, it's a little, little different now. Now there's seating meetings that go hand in hand with it, and take forever. It takes, yeah, huge debates and all that stuff. Um, let's see. So after second place at ECICs, you took fourth at the Joe Shiflet Tournament, Sweet Home Tournament, which is very, um, pretty tough one. One I, I tried to get in. Uh, you took fourth. You lost to Jihad Ali, uh, another very talented dude. Uh, you know. Had a pretty good career there. Uh, it's a pretty stacked bracket to Eric Velez and Jerry Messina. It's like going toe to toe with some of those guys, especially your first year. Big, so you're probably taking it all in as a learning experience, right? Oh yeah, you, like not no, I never knew anybody. Right. So people are like throwing me out there, and I'm kind of <laughs> like, oh, well, this guy, he's pretty tough, you know. Like I remember Russell Jahali a couple of times that year, I think. Yeah, but he was tough. It's just. Like the older guys, man, it's just they have obviously a lot more experience than you. They've been in those situations more than you. Yeah. But when you know you could go toe in toe with them, like obviously you belong there, you know. No, with, without a doubt, it's yeah. Again, huge confidence booster, and only I mean you're only in seventh grade at this point too, and you're, you know, I, I'm looking at some of the scores of these matches, and it's pretty tight with some of these studs. Uh, but yeah, so you ultimately finish your career, oh your your first year, uh, third place at the triple AAA, AAA tournament, and then. Uh, Obviously, we made it to sectionals the following weekend, but I think they only took place top four there. The only, yeah, it not did they do top five? They did top five like a couple years after, and then they, now they go back to top four. Four, it should just stay at four. Uh, it should just stay at four. So that first off season, you know, after your seventh grade year, what's going through your mind? Uh, you know, you're like, okay, maybe I'm gonna step up my off season wrestling a little bit more here. Yeah, that's when I started going to Super Six a lot. Super Six, the wrestling club yeah. at UB. Yeah, I remember that a little we bit. Used to go there till like after the Virginia Beach Nationals. I can't remember when that would be now. Maybe April. Yeah, April? I want to say it's like mid-April. Mid-April. Yeah. Yeah, we used to go hard until about then. And then you need to take a couple of months off. I would used to play football in my off season. Okay. You gotta kind of get your head away from it a little bit, but you do. Yeah, everybody's we. Different. Everybody's different. Like I said, we've had this conversation with a couple different people. Some people are like, ah, oh, you gotta do it all year long. Other people are like, ah, oh, you gotta give a little break. So, uh, did that ever change for you, off season wise? That that mentality ever change? Uh, all the way up through high school, I pretty much wrestled that whole time. Maybe my junior senior year, I kind of once the season was over, I kind of like laid back a little bit. Right. Right. But I pretty much went. All the way up to those Virginia Beach Nationals till my 10th grade year, I think. Okay. All right. Very good. Very. I stopped. I didn't go to Virginia Beach my 10th grade year. Okay. It's just my freshman year. So after that. It's a cool little turn. Yeah. It's a cool little turn. Oh, not a little turn. After the state tournament, you're all banged up. You're gassed. Yeah, 100%. 100%. needs to rest. 100%. I know how hard you train, too. Uh, let's see. 10th grade, or excuse me, not 10th grade. It's jumping way ahead. 8th grade year. 
second place in the Robert Bradshaw tournament. That's the first looks like their first term of the season. It's in Canadagua. Let's see. Curtis Brocious of Waterloo. 130 pounder at this time. Oh, I remember that. I think that's the last time we actually ever went to that tournament was that year. Oh, really? I've heard of it. I've seen it pop section up, but five. I never see any. I, yeah, Canadagua was section five. Uh, not a bad one. Not a bad one. Um, first place. No, excuse me. Fifth place at ECICs that year. That was a stacked bracket, I remember. Yeah, I'm looking at 130. Russ Wedge Tuziak from Chituaga. Mark Manganero. Oh, they did. Uh, they did. They let you guys do two in a bracket, two in a weight class at time. Yep, as long as you have like a total of 15 kids, I believe. You okay. Double up if you don't have somebody another. I weight forgot class. it was right around this time they started doing that. Um, and Clint Schaefer, Max Cohen. Man, some good good dudes. Uh good good talented wrestlers. Third place at Sector yep, class three A. And then you actually went on to finish second at the sectionals that year. Talk about that little run. That was a, a big surprise for me there. Big surprise for you? Yeah. I I can't remember when I was seated, but I remember the first match. I think I wrestled Tommy Kellner from Will, Will North. North. And he it was weird because he Used to always beat Darren Whittall right. from Star Point, and I wrestled Darren Whittall probably eight times in my career, and I never beat him once. Like, he used to beat him up, and then I wrestled him that Tommy Keller kid one time, and I actually oh. I remember beating him first round. I'm looking at the score right now, eleven to one. Yeah, you beat him. Keller was a stud too. Keller was a stud. Whew. Yeah, that was the first match. Then I had Clint Schaefer in the semis. Yep, beat him uh, five to two. Yeah, I remember that was. <laughs> I got taken down five seconds into the match, and I knew I was in trouble ever since then. I remember, I think there was like five seconds left in that first period. Right. I ended up reversing him to his back, and I got a quick two count. So I was up four to two going in the second. I remember that. And of course, those Lancaster guys all booed me off the mat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Uh, Who beat you in the finals? Cohen? Yeah, Mexico one did three to two, so a close one. <laughs> three to yeah. two. I remember I was winning. There was like seven seconds left, and I just don't know what I was thinking. I ended up getting taken down on the buzzer. Uh, yeah, I lost it. I, it's just being young, man. Yeah, they had an experience thing, and it definitely something to learn off. I mean, yeah. Jesus, you're only in eighth grade at this point, too. <laughs> only in eighth grade. I think this is right around the first time I met you, too, because we went to uh, Athens, PA. Yeah. We were on that dual team yeah, with the uh, singlets. The sweet. Yeah. I still got. It. I got it in this closet right here, actually. Um, but that was the first time I met Jimmy Clock, and he. Uh, that was a banger team. It was a good team, and you were you were going around I think squirting everybody with water guns and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this kid. <laughs> you gotta have some fun when you're out. You there. do, you do. You're a good time. You were making me laugh the entire trip, and that was that was cool. But uh, I was messing with Angelo Malvestudo pretty bad. Yeah, I didn't want to tell the story on here, but uh, I do remember very clearly. The hotel hallway, and, and this, <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> it was a good time. That was a good time. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. This is, this is what we do here. All right. Uh, <laughs> it was oh, such a good time. Such a good time. But uh, strong finish, though. Strong finish, regardless for your uh, for your eighth grade year. And I mean, looking at this, man, the sky's the absolute limit for you. Comebacks, uh, first place in the Webster tournament. In your, this will be your freshman year. Now I love the Webster tournament. Do you guys, you take uh, Iroquois there? Uh, we stopped going there maybe two or three years ago. Okay. Actually, maybe even more than that. I can't remember. Okay. So it's they changed the point system with the kids, so it's like you're only allowed two round robin style tournaments or dual meet tournaments like that are two days. Oh really? Yeah. So it, yeah, that's a dual tournament. Yeah. That's yeah. Um. Yeah, it's, that's strange. Uh, let's see. So you beat, let's see, in the finals, James Loomis of Mexico, fight a three decision. Mexico's got some pretty tough kids, but uh, regardless, excellent, excellent start. Uh, first place at Maryvale. I remember watching you watching you there. You beat Derek Geiger at Medina 5-0. That was the first tournament like, where Niagara Falls started doing good. <laughs> <laughs> we had like we like this is the first time everything started clicking. We had like four. Let's see, one, two, three. Was it four? No, three of our kids won it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, we're not bad at this wrestling thing. Uh, not too shabby." Uh, 
<laughs> Next tournament at that, second at Palmac. Here, that's picking up on the audio. <laughs> Play with the mic stand. Gotta yell at you. <laughs> uh, so let's see, you take second. Oh, Al Ekstrom. Ekstrom. What was that match like? Cause he was a pretty, he was a stud. Yeah, that was, I thought I was, when I walked in there, I thought I was going to get beat up, honestly. Right. I remember they had, uh, they had like girls with like prom dresses walk the guys out in the finals. And then I remember just like the girls were talking, they're like, oh, who's got to wrestle Al? And the, all the guys like pointed at me and go, like, hey, good luck. You know, I was like, oh, thanks, you know. Yeah, thanks. No big deal. Uh, no pressure. Yeah, I was going to get beat up there, but it was actually pretty close. Yeah, no, you you held your own with them, man. Uh, and Ekstrom had a pretty good, <laughs> pretty good tenure as well, uh, with, without a doubt. And uh, that's interesting. prom dresses for walkouts. Yeah, they, had the, they turned off all the lights. They had the spotlights from each corner. They walk them right out. That's interesting. Get on that, Mike Lewick. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> we need some. Gr- if I remember, I'm pretty sure that was Palmac. <laughs> that's pretty. Forget that's the music. <laughs> I know he's got the music. He's got the entrances. We need some. Prom dresses. That's cool. That's actually a little perverted now that I'm almost 30 years old saying that. Uh, <laughs> I should probably stop now. Uh, next tournament we go to. Uh, you win ECICs. Uh, let's see. 130. Zach Fumar. Oh, I remember Zach. Fum- uh, he was the one. He, yeah, he wore the hat. And uh, yeah, I remember him. Phil, uh, let's see. Phil Chopla from East Aurora. Ryan Bayer from Depew. Pretty talented bracket, though. Did he? I haven't seen him in forever. Really? He used to be really close. <sighs> Ryan, if you listen to the show, talk to Jimmy, man. <laughs> Hit him up. Hit him up. That's fun. Like, our parents are, like, really good friends with each other. They used to go camping and stuff all the time. Real close. Yeah. And so. just dropped off. Yeah. Wow. We just talked about this before the show. Growing up sucks, man. Yep. Growing up, I haven't even been home today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I haven't even been home today. I smell like garbage. And <laughs> uh, Let's see. Next tournament, you, uh, let's see, you go to the... Oh, sweet home again, and you are, you not only win, you beat uh, Bucky Hendrickson of Letsworth, but you're the most outstanding wrestler. Uh, 10 to 4, 10 to 4 in the finals. How was that bracket? Remember in hindsight, what was that bracket like for you? That was a tough one. Yeah. Oh, the two redheads going at it. <laughs> yeah, I, like, same thing, man. First period, he came out, and he, I think he was up like 4 nothing maybe in that first period. Right. I just I don't think that kid wrestled the whole match the whole season. So he was like he was gassed going in the second or third. I actually came back against that one. Yeah. I can't remember. That's why like that's a good happened. point that you bring up because like we'd have a couple kids like Adam D where like he'd pin kids like in the first one like all right Adam like stretch this match out and I'm, it definitely is beneficial. And I'm, all right in duels like when it's a tight <laughs> duel you want to get that quick six, but it's definitely a good point where. You gotta try to wrestle the yes. full match. Yep. Stop trying to no, clap everybody's cheeks. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> so next one, uh, we're going to postseason now. Your freshman year, Triple A's. Rich uh, Rutkowski's seven nothing decision. It's class. It's yeah. class tournament. Uh, it's still a yeah, not bad. That was the first year you won it, right? Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, then of course your first time winning sectionals. This is at N Triple C, and. Uh, yeah, it was Fumarelli. He was pissed. Uh, not a happy camper. Not a happy camper in that one. But a three to two, three to two decision. Uh, he won it, and yeah, we were on the his first date. Uh, both our first date team pictures were, uh, were were together. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pat myself on the team. back. They were good teams. That was a good team. It was a fun team, man. You can think about like the kids around that team that like. Like until they graduated, like Stevie Michael, finalist. Lewandowski was a two-time Shit. state finalist. Yeah, you won states twice. You placed every time. You Angelo, placed Angelo, Ski, I mean, Skiba, yep. Schaefer. Like this was this was a studded, really good team, really good team. It stinks too because we weren't doing like sectional practices back then either, so there was like no chemistry like between us. Like we, we all knew of each other, but you know nowadays everybody, it's like a mandatory thing. D one's here or, or D one D two is all together. Uh, we did some crossover practices and all that, but. Yeah, it's definitely more organized now. A lot more organized. A lot more organized. Uh, Easier to get a hold of people now. Yeah. yeah like all the kids got phones and everything. <laughs> yes, it is. And then ultimately, your freshman year finishes with a uh, fifth place finish in the state tournament. What was it like to podium your first time there? Your emotions and, and feeling all that. It was, it was a great feeling, man. You know, it, it all comes together at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, I remember 
my goal is to make it to the semis. Like what I've learned in going on the states for so many years, man, it's easier to win forward than it is to wrestle. That's back. a long. That's right. Win two the first back. night, yeah. you're out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You can go home and or go back to the hotel and chill out. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> get those first two out of the way. You know, you got all night to think about the next day, and you're automatically on the podium. Yep. You know, so that that was my that was my main goal. Right. Was to be standing up there somewhere. No, it's I mean first time there to make it to podium. That's it's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, fifth place finish. You finished. Uh, I'm not even gonna try to say this dude's name, but he's from Nyack, section one, a seven to two victor uh, decision there. Let's see if I can find your brackets. I lost a Dutton in the semis. Dutton? Okay. He was good. Yeah. He beat me up in the semis pretty good. Uh, let's see. You were one. You wrestled him in the finals, too? Like a year after or something? Tenth grade, yeah. Yeah, he got you. Uh, let's see. 12 nothing. But uh, pin your first kid, minute 51, beat Joe Benaldi from Greece Olympia. And then, yeah, ran into Dutton. And Wrestlebacks. Uh, Paul Ligori got you. And then you beat you did Thakor. Definitely didn't say that right. Uh, but, yeah, so podium the first year, not too shabby. Any changes in really your, your, your off-season mindset here, your approach? Uh, what do I got to do differently to, all right, get a little bit higher on the podium? I don't know, man. It's, it's hard. You could only really do so much. Yeah. But I remember even going in that, that off-season, I still went for another couple months after the season. I think I went to Virginia Beach Nationals that year. You said that was the only year you went to? Yeah. I, How'd you finish? How'd you do there? I won I won it my it's only freshman yeah. that you wrestle against. I yeah. won it my freshman year. Awesome. I remember uh, Chris Nevinger. He won it the weight class above me. Oh, okay. The same year. Oh. Did you guys ever wrestle before? We actually we wrestled in eighth grade. <laughs> oh, did you? I just found the videotape at home too. Oh, I nice. The old video cameras. Like yep. Oh, the thing. little DV tapes. My dad oh, yeah. Taped it. I got to. I got to watch it yet. <laughs> That's a cool memory. It's funny actually. how that works out. I know. Uh, all right. So here we go. We're going to your sophomore year now. Rock and roll in your sophomore year. Uh, Matt Marino tournament. Start off with the uh, second place finish. You fell to. Let's see. Oh, you wrestled Irvin. What happened? Uh, it says default your here. Knee, right? Yeah. Oh, was it injury? I did something to my ankle that year. I remember he tried to knee tap me. No. Oh. And when I went to like post my leg back, my ankle just folded right over. Oh. I remember, I remember that. Ugh. Not good. Not good. Um, but anyways, you bounce back strong. You bounce back strong at least. Uh, you're coming in here. We got. Uh, where did we go? Uh, Joe Shiflett, you're winning. You take first in that tournament. Beat Dylan Duncanson. Major decision, eleven to three. Uh, pretty solid. Pretty solid. Dylan was pretty talented. Uh, I still talk to him every now and then. Where are we at? First place at NCCC with a victory over Ben Haas. Ben Haas, Salamak, another talented dude. Um, do you wrestle him a bunch? At all, Ben Haas. I think I only wrestled him at that at that tournament because he was on that team when we went down to uh, when we went down to Athens. Uh, first at ECIC, again beat Gage Bateman. He was tough. I remember Gage a little bit. You guys went to overtime in that one, double overtime. I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> I, know, I remember I wrestled him a bunch that year. I okay, three or four times I think. All right. Uh, First at three A's at this point, it's pretty much just give me the damn title. Uh, Zale Tepia <laughs> from Albion, you beat him 10 to 5. And sectionals taking first place with a victory over Gage Bateman. Another tight one, 4 to 3. Uh, to win your second sectional title. But the cool thing is, you take, you know, your state finalist. Your state finalist. Uh, talk about your road there for your state, uh, that's that state tournament. Uh, Going into that one, I remember that obviously Dutton was going to be there. Yeah. I feel like a lot of guys that thought they could win it tried dodging him. So I just said, screw it. You know, I'm going to try and do it this time. And obviously it didn't work out the way I wanted it to, but I made it. I had a second shot at him. But No, without a doubt. I got, I got beat up pretty good that time. Did you? I think it was, Let's it see. was worse than the first time. Oh, Oh yeah. Yeah. He didn't stray away. Like you still attacked him. I went for it. I know people were dodging him, so you just went. You know, it's only going to make you better as a wrestler. And obviously, we're going to get into your next two years in just a minute. But uh, it paid off. But yeah, pretty uh, 
7-3 victory over Jim Carucci of New Hartford. 6-1 victory over Tory Kane of Wayne. And then a 4-1 victory over Louis Cucciara of Gates Chile. And then he asked, ran into Dutton. Is he... This is, that's his last year, too, so... He was an All-American at Lehigh, I believe. Oh, was he? A couple, couple times. Okay. Okay. Not too bad. But, uh, all right, 20, 2010, 2011. So this is your junior year. you got a couple years left. You're like, okay, I need to I need to win this thing. I'm sure you're in that mentality at this point. Just keep getting better and better. Uh, start off with a – actually, do you have another injury here, third place at uh, Webster? No, that was the tournament, man. <laughs> That was the that tournament. Was, I think every kid that placed top six at that tournament took top three in the state between large school and small school. <laughs> That's how loaded our Who was in there? Um, finishing ahead of him was Joe Binaldi, Derek Heyman. Um, he took third at 145. Tori Kane was there. Uh, let's see. Right. Tyler Button of Phoenix, Richie Lupo of Union Endicott. It's pretty. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> our, the first round robin match. First match of the year, I wrestled Joe Binaldi. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I, lo- I lost in overtime. I took a bad shot. And he got gotcha. you. Jesus. That, that's that a good bracket, though. Bracket. That's a really good bracket. I see, like, I'm looking at some of the names here of people placing, too. And it's, to it's no joke. Like, Austin Hayes from Phoenix, uh, Quentin Murphy, Bobby Dierna from Wayne. Uh, a lot of good. I like Dierna. Like, a lot of good. This is a, a very, bracket. very good bracket. Good way to start off the season, though, and kind of get you get you on the right track. Uh, first at Joe Shiflett, first at NCCC, first at ECICs, first in, um, let's see. Did you not go to class that year? Oh, they have class. should be there somewhere. Okay. It's not showing up on here. Interesting. Um, yeah, it just goes right, right to your sectionals and then, uh, then states. So, uh well, he obviously won it. Uh, let's see, 145 at sectionals that year. Beat uh, beat up on my buddy Joey D. Francisco. Uh, made a decision on 15 to four to move on to uh, to the states one more time, and then here you are, uh, state championships, and you win it all. Man, what a good feeling, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of what you end up working for. Uh, your thoughts on this tournament, uh, on your your journey in this tournament. I wrestled Matt Ross, I think, in the finals. He was actually a wild card in that tournament. Oh, really? Yeah. And, uh, I remember the offseason, the cadet national duels. He was on my team for one of the years, but he was like a 103-pounder. Okay. The year before this year. <laughs> so, And uh, the, his coach was our coach for the that dual meet team. Okay. And uh, there's pretty much a lot of Long Island guys, and there's a couple guys from Western New York. And... He was my 103 pounder. And next thing you know, I'm wrestling with a state finals at 145. 145. I don't know how the kid got that big, man. He was like a foot taller than me after that. Really? Yeah. Hit that spurt. What yeah, grade he was he in? He was. He's a senior. Christ. He was a senior. No, he right. was like young for his grade. Right. That's why he was wrestling on that cadet team mm-hmm. at the at the time. I gotcha. I gotcha. But, yeah. Not a put. Jimmy puts a, you. You put together a pretty good bracket here. 13 to four decision. Major decision over Zach Rolf of Elmira. Then a uh, one-minute, 33-second pin over Evan Wallace of Columbia. Uh, 8-2 to two victory over Nikki Hall of Longwood. And then finally a 4-3 to three decision uh, over Matt Ross to, to uh, excuse me, get on top of the podium. What uh, sucked about that was his coach was my coach at the tournament, so he knew how to wrestle me. Like going Yeah, that's always a, that's a tough. <laughs> I don't remember anything about the kid. He was, he was so small. It's like you, you don't know how to. You don't know like his style, right? When they're that small, when you start. Yeah, you watched him as a lighter weight, and yeah. you know, it's uh, it, it might have changed a little bit. So yeah, almost a, almost a bit of a disadvantage, but obviously he came out on top. Uh, gotta be good feeling, but of course you know going into your senior year, is there like extra pressure on you to kind of repeat? Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of pressure, and then it's like when you're when you're the top dog or whatever you want to call it. Everybody that's watching wants to see you fail. Yeah. So there's people that either give in to that pressure or guys that just push through it, you know, and use it for them instead of against them, you know. Right. That's how I try to think about it. Because every time someone would score a point, man, whole crowd's yep. going crazy. Going nuts. want to see the mm-hmm. guy lose, you know. 
Even looking at kids now, it, it happens still. It happens all the time. You yeah. see that sectional, see that states, and well, even just in general matches. Yeah, not without a doubt. Uh, it's like nothing personal. It's just, yeah. it's just they just want to see him lose. They just yeah. want to see him lose. Yeah. Yep, we don't want to see a repeat champ and, and this sort of mentality. Man, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 <laughs> it's it no joke at all. It really it's is. no joke at all. Um, but again, still, you're you're approaching the off season the same exact way you were before. Um, you know, you're just you're just picking up on things. You're just picking up and, and getting better. Uh, Starting off your senior year, second place finish at Webster. Second place finish at Webster. You, Tyler Button of Phoenix, who was in your bracket the previous year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, pretty close one here, four to three. Again, good grinder. Uh, but wins all the way through. Joe Shiflett, Ripley. Uh, Eastern States, that's a big one. Let's talk about Eastern States. Uh, that's that's way harder than the regular <laughs> Is it really? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've heard stories that it, that it is. Uh, yeah, let's talk about your journey here. You won. Uh, you beat Dale White of uh, JJEF Section 1, 7 to 6. And, holy Christ, quadruple overtime. Uh, yeah, let's talk about this bracket. Yeah, that Every match there, man, it's like a state final yep. match. Yeah. You got, obviously, there's no large school, small school. Uh, you wrestle everybody. Yeah, you wrestle everybody. And there's teams from out of state, <coughs> like Wyoming Seminary was there. They have, their whole team is full of studs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, a, I, a couple out of state teams go there, too. And I think there's like. I've seen like a Florida team there. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's like three to four hundred different teams that go there. But obviously, not their whole team. Right, but just the there's three or four hundred teams that go. Because it's invite only, correct? Uh, you, you apply. Gotta, you can apply. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, you're on a waiting list. They go on like your like your sectional like placements and whatnot, and because they want to keep it like tight, and they want to keep it good. Right. And like just looking at like the like the qualifiers from this year, like we had like uh, our 26 pounder Jack Reynolds beat this year's eventual like section two champ. Uh, <clears throat> Willie wrestled. The eventual Section Five champ, like there's just like you see so many kids there. Oh, and he also pinned the eventual 145 pound D2 champ. This from Palmate, like you just, it's the best of the best. Like it's ridiculous. You get there and it's like, like you didn't even know. Like like the the wrestling there is ridiculous. And it's like so. Where do they even hold this thing at? Where do they? Community College. Yeah, it's it's in like one. Like in like Section Nine. Okay. Almost to the city. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, I don't have your first match here, but let's see. Beat somebody by the name of Schme- oh, Matt Schmelzinger of Garden City. Doesn't have the match result there. Then you pinned a guy who was this Jack Walsh of Wyoming Seminary. Uh, beats Mike Caputo 5 to 2. And then, yeah, 7 to 6 victory over uh, the Dale White guy. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, at that point, you know, you got to be feeling pretty con- – well, you're already defending state champ. you got to be feeling pretty confident <laughs> if you pull that one off. Uh, first at ECICs, first at Class A. Because now you actually guys went to small school that, that year, right? No. You're no oh, you were in large school, school both times? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't think we switched to small school until about maybe like two or three years at – maybe like 2015. Okay. I, mean. I remember that. I got it mixed up because – Colling, little, oh, not little, but Kyle Colling, he won at small school, then large school, back to back. I remember back. that year at class, we had like a dance off. What? Remember that? Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> was that the one at UB? Starpoint. Star oh, Starpoint. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that was this kid on my team at the time. Rally defeat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he started that. Oh, year. God. Rally. <laughs> Him and Brandon Vernon. That sounds about right. Yeah. And and everybody just jumped in. Like, <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> That's funny. Video of that on YouTube. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got to find this thing. Just type in Section 6 Wrestling. You'll find it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a challenge. Uh, when you, you win your final sectional uh, title with a victory over Jose Pagan. Tech fall, four minutes, 42 seconds, 20 to, uh, 20 to 5. And then your final state championship, final high school wrestling match. Uh, of course, winning the state championship again. And 7-4 decision, Corey Rashid of Longwood, Section 11. Uh, very good wrestling school. I feel like I've seen Rashid's name pop up before. Penn State wrestler. Huh? He's a Penn State wrestler. Penn State wrestler. Okay. Uh, let's take a look at this bracket. Let's take a look at this bracket. If I can find it. Not find it. <laughs> All right. Oh, here we go. 
remember half the stuff on here. <laughs> <laughs> Arm drag is an amazing, amazing resource. Um, yeah, it brings back some some good memories, some bad memories. Uh, let's see, starting off with a uh, victory over Matt Matuzzi of Kellenberg, Catholic school maybe, Catholics. Uh, pin in a minute, four seconds. Your second match, 14-11 victory over JT Romagnoli. Sounds like a cool pasta. 14-11 uh, <laughs> victory. Then uh, semifinals, 3-2 decision victory over Evan Wallace of Columbia. And then, yeah, your finals match here. Now, at the end of this, are you, like, are you sad? Are you happy? Like, you sad because you're done with high school? Are you, are you happy, relieved? What's uh, What are your emotions going into this your senior, after your senior? It's kind of a mix of both, man. It's, you're happy. You're happy it's over because you're beat up, and it's a really <laughs> long weekend. Yeah. You know, but. It's obviously it's the last time you get to see all your buddies and your coaches and like those guys from another school or across the state that you've been wrestling together for ten years. Yeah, now. long time. And you really don't get to see anybody anymore. You know that's kind of like the upsetting thing about it. But winning it, you know, it's obviously not many people get to do it. No, so, not yeah, not many people get to do it once. Then you got to do it twice. Yeah, right. Never did, but. Next year, there's another one. Right. You know, it's just a never-ending circle. <laughs> it's 100% true. 100% true. So, uh, very, very successful high school career. What was your, uh, do you remember your record, your high, overall high school record? I think it's 254 and 28, <sighs> I believe. That's an awesome there. record. Yeah. That's good. I think, what is it, Kenny Betts has like Kenny two. Kenny Betts has the number one. Yeah. He has like 250 something. Yeah, from like Dakota. Something crazy like that. Hey, you're up there. You're like I top five, right? Yeah, I think it's top five. Not too shabby. So, uh, I mean, but obviously you like the sport enough. You came back around coaching. When did you uh, When did you start coaching? Uh, Troy Allmater asked me to coach, I want to say, five years ago. Okay. I think this is going to be the fifth year I'm going to be on the payroll, but I did a year before that. I just kind of voluntarily did it. Yeah. And then Carleen Soberski was the assistant coach at the school, and she left, and Troy asked me to do it. And he he reeled me in by saying, he's like, all you got to do is come to practice, you know, and then I'll run, I'll do everything for you. <laughs> and he, he got me in doing it, you know. And you get you get to like the kids, you know. Oh, of course. Guys you got together, and you get to watch them, you know, obviously get older, get stronger, bigger and actually watching progress in the sport. And obviously last year or two years ago, he's like, oh, well, well, I'm done. So <laughs> kinda, everything was kind of like pushed into my lap, you know. So. Did you, did you want, did you ever want that at any point? Did you, did you want to be a head coach or you just, it just, everything just kind of fell? It, it kind of fell in my lap. Okay. You obviously don't want to see a program like. No, of course not. Drain. You put it in so, jeopardy. And Iroquois has yeah. a pretty rich history. Um, you know, I see stuff all the time for like the 80s and 90s. It's a very proud wrestling school, you know, as far as the wrestling team goes. Very good, big history. Yeah. And uh, keep getting better, man. I think wrestling as a whole, like a sport around the state, I feel like it's not like it used to be. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's still a lot of people involved in the sport. With, without a doubt. Yeah, the numbers keep going down, which is sad. You see a lot of schools, like, merging. Like, I get real sad every time I see, like, a, a program have to merge with another one. So it's it's just it's tough to see, but it's it's what the state has to do to kind of stay stay alive. Uh, you know, what's been the hardest thing, being a head coach and having your own team? It's, it's very stressful because you want to, like, you want your kids to do something like specific, and it never works out the way you want it to do. <laughs> but that's just—that's not even like—that's not even the hard part. The, the hard part is like I say, like the paperwork aspect of it. Yeah. There's a lot of that stuff you have to keep up on, and like the worst fear I have is like screwing up some paperwork. Come like sectionals time, and a kid's got like one too many points, and he can't compete because he's disqualified. That's, yeah. Like, my worst fear in the world. Oh, gotta, it's terrifying. Like, I gotta check that stuff like 20 times. You know. But that's kind of part, you know, dealing with some parents, it's kind of it's kind of a little bit of a headache. But if it wasn't for some parents that I have, I wouldn't be able to do it without them. Right. So it's you give and you take. Yeah, no, you have to. There's, I mean, I, I've, I've seen firsthand. I, I haven't been a head coach, obviously, but I've seen the, the struggles that come with it all. Uh, you know, it's, 
it, it can't be. It, it, does the, has the reward has the reward outweighed the the oh, yeah. risk so far? Yeah. yeah. Good. Like that kind of thing. You don't do that stuff for the money. You do it no. because you, you love it. Right. You got a good group of kids. You want to see them go down the right road, I guess. No, for sure. How uh, how are your numbers? Have your numbers been pretty good, pretty consistent. Yeah, our youth program. We got between twenty and thirty kids in there right now. I think like I want to say second grade through like fifth grade, maybe. That's important. And last year I started with I want to say like thirty-two kids, maybe. Okay. And I finished with like maybe twenty-six. Okay, that's that's not bad. You, you really there's kids that quit within a week. They're like, oh, it's either you make it or you break it <laughs> in the first week, you know. Without a doubt. Uh, yeah, that's you see it all the time. They just drop like flies. They think they're tough, and then... They try it. They try it. <laughs> they try it. And then they go swim or something. Uh, <laughs> oh, I got one. So how was, uh, yeah, how, was, how was being at, like, the state dual tournament? The, being a wild card? Uh, that was really... That was sweet, man. It kind of... Like, the circumstances kind of sucked, mm-hmm. like, how it happened. Because I remember it was, like... It was Thursday night. We had to leave Friday morning mm. to go to this thing. I find out Thursday night at like nine o'clock at night that I got a phone call. He's like, "Oh, you got a wild card in the tournament. Do you want it?" It's like you're really telling me this right now. now? <laughs> like it's literally two days away. Yep. So I, I, I was like, "Let me make some phone calls." Yeah. You know, the first thing I did was I called my athletic director. I says, "Can we make it happen?" But he couldn't authorize it himself, so he had to wait for the superintendent. Oh boy! So by the time I get around to this, it's like ten o'clock at night. Oh my god! I get the okay. So now I'm calling every single one of my kids saying they were supposed to have off. Like that, yeah. that weekend off mm-hmm. with the kids, we were supposed to go to a JV tournament. So I'm calling every single one of my kids, stop playing Xbox, <laughs> stop drinking pop, eating <laughs> chips or whatever you're doing, and get on the treadmill. You got to start, we got to make weight like tomorrow. And I ended up having a practice that Friday morning, like 6 a.m. Oh, wow. And I, I set all the kids down and I was like, listen, I can. We're going. So I could bump all you guys up, and we could just go and have fun and see what it's like. Or you guys can tough it out, suck the weight, and we'll try and win this thing. Right. Like, I asked them. You know, I wasn't going to be pissed either way. Either way. Yeah. You guys so, had a good enough team. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of the kids let themselves go. That was the problem. <laughs> I, was, I, I was terrible, man. I used to lose a lot of weight, like, two days before. And, Not like it used to be. But when you're skinny, it's hard for that stuff to yep. fall right Yeah. Up. But all the kids, they ended up. I had one kid didn't make it. My, I had a 126 and 132. I was trying to get my 32 pounder down to 126 so I could play a game with them. Mm-hmm. They're both super tough. And my 32 pounder made 26, and my 26 pounder didn't make 26. So mm. I still had it. I remember he was like a pound and a half over. Oh no! That Saturday morning, I have him running in the the pool room, and he was at the end. He was still a pound and a half. I was like, dude. I said, don't even worry about it. You're going to be useless if you even if do you, make yeah. If you make it, yeah. you're going to be drained. Start getting some fluids in you and at least feel better, you know. And we came close, man. We had the number one seed first round. And if I'm not going to blame it on this kid, but if my 26-pounder actually made the weight and I did the right lineup, it would have been a lot closer. Because once the, once I kind of knew the, the one match that swung the other way, mm-hmm. I kind of just didn't want my kids getting hurt. Like right. The guys that were banged up. I didn't want to make it any worse, so I kind of forfeited out the rest. Once I knew we weren't going to win it. I gotcha. But uh, I think they should do it personally. I think they should wrestle out that state tournament to see where you actually stand. Because mm-hmm. the way they do it, they do three pool or four pools of three. So, and if you don't win your pool, you're done. So you have to win your pool, then they throw you in the bracket, and you wrestle one round, and then it's the finals. Right, right. So I think they you should at least find out. Yeah, top, yeah. Top four, top six, you know. I can agree Personally. with that. I'd have to, yeah. I mean, I've seen some of the results. It's been, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it's been. It's been weird. It's been weird. They're trying to get their footing and everything. Well, that that with story it. seems like familiar because with us, like with the state tournament, usually you lo- you leave like Thursday, but I think it was like two o'clock on the Wednesday before, and our head, there was supposed to be like a huge storm coming in, and it of course it never did. Right. And so we're like, oh, our our AD said that we have to leave tonight, and I'm at work. So then I call Z. I'm like, so we actually have to leave. He's like, yeah, I guess so. So yeah. I'm gonna go home and do laundry. And we got, I mean, it was an extra day, but 
it's I mean when oh that was that was a state term yeah when oh, it's time yeah, to go yeah. it's like okay <laughs> all right so the kids are like wait like I'm I'm with my girl no no come no, on sorry sorry um all right this uh this past year too you actually got to coach uh, a state champ and Corey Day oh that was that was uh year before year before oh was that the year before yeah, that's when Troy was the head coach oh okay but you were associated with yeah, him how was, how uh, hands on were you with him yeah I was I was still in the corner with him that year. Obviously, in the wrestling room, there wasn't many kids that he could really wrestle with. Right. Because he was kind of in that higher weight class, <laughs> you know. But we used to go once in a while. Nothing crazy. Um, he's wrestling at Gannon now, I believe. Okay. Or no, not Gannon. Binghamton. Uh, Binghamton. Sorry. His brother's at Gannon. But I guess he's doing pr- – I'm hearing he's doing pretty good for the most part. Good, you know? good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember I seen his dad all the time. He was used to coach Kenmore West, and we'd see them – uh, multiple multiple times over the over the years, I can't believe I got those years mixed up. Um, but all right, so as we prepare, I mean, for this ne- this this new wrestling season, whether or not it happens, uh, what do you want from your kids like in an off season? What, do you have any expectations of of your wrestlers when they're not when you're not when not with you in the room in the winter? Um, I like to see them go out and have fun, like as far as like doing another sport. Yeah, you know, play football or baseball, or whatever you. Whatever you do to get your mind off it. But when it starts coming, like, right, I want to say, like, now, or even, like, during football season before, I would like to see them at least at practice, like, at least two days a week. And on your own, maybe one day a week, just for, like, an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. You know, I got – there's a a kid on the team. He's got wrestling mats in his garage. You know, he does at least one day a week. He has a bunch of kids over there. I'm working with Bison. Yes. I got a couple – some guys go there. But me and Chris Nevinger, we're coaching over there. Like I think it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights. Okay. And, uh, Good turnouts. Eh, it's a it's a growing uh, operation there. Right. When did Bison start up? Two years ago. I was gonna say it's pretty it's pretty it's a little on the new yeah, side. They have a really nice facility there, man. They yeah. Do full mats, super clean. Good. Nice shower there for the kids, weightlifting stuff. But um, because it's. I think the whole COVID thing is really putting a damper on it. Oh, for sure. You know, for sure. But uh, it's definitely going to have potential. If not, like, by the end of this year, definitely next year when things start going back to normal, that's going to be a nice spot for local kids to be at. Good. Is that, like, where they used to have Cobra? No, it's it's hard to explain. What town's it in? It's in Lancaster. Okay. It's on, like, a top floor of, like, an auto shop. Okay. Oh, it's, it's oh big, that's cool. It's a big uh, Doesn't complex there. Okay. Yeah. All right, very good. Uh, I mean, a few questions left for you. Uh, the re- you know wrestler Jimmy Clock. Who was who was the wrestler that pushed you to be the best version of yourself? Is there like an opponent that was like, oh, I'm gonna get you, you know, type of mentality? Uh, I I don't know. I kind of always used to look up to the guys on the team back in like the early 2000s. The older guys. When I was when I was in like first, second, third grade, my dad used to take me to the dual meets, and I used to watch those guys beat up on some kids. And it's like, you know, I was, I want to be like that guy someday. You know, that's kind of what kind of drove me to be that way. Right. Who, who were some of those guys? Uh, like the Mariocker brothers. Yeah. All those guys. Uh, Tyrell Riley. Uh, Brandon Copas. Yep. He, he passed away a few years ago. Actually, oh. But he was one of the one of the big guys. Uh, Marchinson, Ryan Markson. Yeah, I used to look up to those guys a lot when I was growing up. That's pretty cool. It's cool that you've been like a fa- you were like a fan of it first in a way. Some kids they just kind of come into it and they just get absorbed in the culture, but you literally grew up around it, and it was like a, you know, like you're going to like a football game or something. You were, it was a big deal. Uh, favorite favorite memory, favorite memory as uh, as a wrestler. It could be on the mat, it could be off the mat. There's so many to even tell, man. Like, yeah. Just the fun stories you have when you're going out for tournaments, staying in the hotel rooms, you know. And it's usually where everybody, the, the, the direction the, everybody the goes. Friends you, the friends you make, man. Yeah. You know, like there's guys that I haven't talked to in 10 years, you know, and I could easily pick up the phone, and if I had, if I asked them to do a favor for me, I know they wouldn't hesitate. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I would do the same for them. Right. You know, so guys that you would never met without the sport of wrestling, you know, like. I would never know him from a kid from Wayne, you know, like Frank <laughs> Franti. He's a he's a good buddy of mine. Right. Like 
I never would have met that kid if it wasn't for this sport, you know. That and, uh, it's like the feeling you get when you win, man. It's just, you feed off of it. It's how you push yourself, I guess. It's, yeah. You know? oh, I'm sure it's a great one. I mean, for, for your two state titles, I mean, at least, you're, like, you're the best wrestler in the state, and nobody can ever take that away from you. I'm sure that's, like, a, a wonderful feeling. Um, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, as a who who inspires you as a coach on the coaches end? Who inspires you to be a better coach? Is there who did you like take the most influence from? And uh, honestly, Troy Allmater, you know, he taught me everything. You know, no matter how good your team is, man, you always start from day one. Yeah, like a wrestling stance. We start every every year, no matter how, like I said, no matter how good your team is, how advanced they are, you start off at day one, like at first day of practice. And by the end of the season, you're up to where you should be. Right. You know, you you go, you coach and you teach for a solid two months. But after that, it's like kids are on their own. You know, pretty much. It's so it's much what they make out of it. Yeah. It's it's what they make out of it. Very good. Uh, Max, you got any questions? I think we're all set. I think we're all set. Jimmy, dude, thanks for making the trip out here, my man. Yeah, no thanks no for chatting with us. Uh, greatly appreciate it. And, uh, you know, hopefully if the season goes all well, good luck to you and your team uh, this year. Looking forward to what you guys happens you guys uh i guess i don't know if we got any guests lined up do you have any ideas i got a few you got a few ideas yeah, all right we'll talk off here we'll talk off here keep getting some more guests for you guys but uh listeners thank you for your continued support again another very high month of listenership we're crushing it and it's all thanks to you the listeners uh if you don't like our new facebook page please go and find it we're gonna have some interactive stuff for you guys as uh the season gets rolling but and and that, I think we're all done here. On behalf of Max, Jimmy, and I, uh, take care. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Section 6 WrestleCast. gotta call this thing tighten up come here all right guys here's the situation two minutes left zero timeouts down by a touchdown we gotta drive 75 yards all right we could do this thing i believe in each and every one of you but real quick did you guys know that the two-point conversation podcast runs five days a week monday through friday with various co-hosts and different themes every day and then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.